0: Charlie Lofton, a lead pastor at the Grove Church, and have with us again Mark Freeman. What's up, dude? Good man. That's hey, good. You've been killing it, man. We've just kind of walking through discipleship, and um, you've been just giving us great advice and definitions, and just, you just, you just, you just, you just, you just crushing it, man. You're just, you're, disi- you're discipling, you're discipling all of us. <laughs> you're the uh, executive pastor at the Grove, and working together for a few years, and we kind of grew up through the same ministry in college kind of learning about discipleship, both had very similar stories about, you know, some like a, a guy, a mentor, potential mentor anyway, approaching us and kind of sharing with us a different vision for life that beyond just what I would just call nominal faith of just going to church and trying to be relatively good, but a real picture of what it is that God is calling to in life and a discipleship which we defined in Matthew 28 as being baptized, essentially being a follower, understanding, a real understanding of the gospel. And it's really transformed us. But then the big piece being knowing how to obey every command. And so in the process of that, as the kind of, you know, again, for both of us, we kind of have this, this vision kind of cast for us of what, what Christian life is supposed to be just in my own life. And then also doing this for other people that This is not just simply about being religious. It's not about going to church. It's not about being a relatively good person. It's not about um, I'm trying to get some self-help so that God, so I can, I can, I can have a better life for me, but about pursuing God in a life of discipleship. So let's just imagine, I know we have, you know, we have to stretch our brains that after people listening to us three times talk about this, that we've got some people, at least one person, one person who's motivated, one person who's motivated to say, I think I would like to pursue discipleship in a deeper, better, more intentional way than what I am. What What are, you what, just, just started real broad base and we can kind of narrow it down. I mean, what, what advice would you give to someone like that? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, one thing about, um, you know, our stories, it is difficult for me to think about. I mean, I I go back to what this guy, Tim, did with me. And um, it's funny how we, you know, talk about the need for a mentor, a need for somebody else in your life. It's uh, a roadmap was kind of laid out. And Mm -hmm. through the years, as you said, 30 years ago or something, I'm not not quite that long. But um, through the years, it just seems like um, as I've tried to help other people it's It's similar things, and so you know um knowing the commands, so looking at my life and taking an evaluation has always kind of been the first step, like all right, there's a degree to which I understand and have studied God's word, but um where 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 is that deficient, and how big of a part of my life is that um you know relating to god and um in prayer, you know w- my understanding of that, my practice of that. How big a part of my life is that? Where Where is my understanding of that or practice of it deficient? My relationship with other believers, you know, h- how much of my life, how big of a part of, of my life is that? You know, each each right. one of those different things, having some way to look at it and take an evaluation of where I am and, you know, a, a clearer picture of where I want to be or where I, I believe that um, for me to to practice discipleship would look like. And then to begin making some kind of plan of how I'm going to get from here to there,
0: right? You know, there's always there's always some new trendy diet book. There's always some new trendy way of exercising. There's always there's always some new trend. But really, what if somebody says, "Man, I want to, I want, I want I want I want to be healthy"? I mean, you know, eat better, exercise more. I mean, it just really comes down to those two principles. And and then the the, the reason why. They can sell so many new books and, and, and so much different types of equipment is our brain kind of isn't necessarily wired to want to do that. And, and it's just all these different creative ways of motivating people to do really just some really simple, basic things. And I think discipleship is really similar to that. I mean, it seems kind of funny to me. It's like just about any question that you would ask is going, now we're going to get down to practical things. What do you need to do practically? Well, you need to read the Bible and pray, go to church, try to be a better person. I mean, I want, we want it to be more complicated than that, but I, I think it really, really just about covers it. I mean, I need to be in good relationship. I mean, Jesus said, love God, love people. Everything else will take care of itself from that. I love God well by by hearing what he has to say, by pursuing a relationship with him through prayer. I love other people well by the way that I treat them, by being in fellowship with them, by Helping them by allowing them into my life. I mean, just the the basic principles. I mean, it's like we don't have to make it more complicated than what it is. I need to be reading the Bible more and and better. Mm-hmm. I need to be praying more and better. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to oversimplify it too soon. We've got an, an entire podcast episode of content to fill up here, but some sometimes I do feel like we just make things too complicated.
1: Mm-hmm. You feel that? Yeah. And, and because that seems so daunting, we just, that's, I think that's the reason a lot of people don't ever go down that road because they think it's too, it's too complicated.
0: What makes it complicated?
1: Um, the, sometimes the way the church talks about it, you know, yeah. um, I think there's also an idea back in there somewhere of the paid, the paid, the person like the the paid Christian worker, you know, they're, well, well, they're at a different level. Of course they study the Bible. Of, of course. Yeah, of course they, they pray regularly. With the normal guy out there, right. don't, that, that's not really what, that's not practice for them. Um, and so it's like um, people don't even think about what it would look like to, to pursue him in that way um, because they don't have a good model, honestly.
0: Yeah, so we teach the Bible in a way that makes it seem like it's impossible to understand and you need some guru to unlock the mystery to you. Right. And then we start praying and it's all, and, I, I, and we we start adding th to things, and mm-hmm. we start do with and thous, and mm-hmm. and using words like propitiation, and mm-hmm. you're know, like, well, I, I can't, I can't do that either. And so, yeah, we we mystify, we mystify just good old fashioned spiritual disciplines that are were meant to be easily accessed, and so then people feel like they can't, they get discouraged. Exactly. You say read the Bible and pray, and I'm causing a panic attack. Right. Which again, I think is very similar to eat less, work out more. You know, it it is that simple. But if it were only that simple, then everyone would everyone would be healthy. And if it were as simple as read the Bible more and pray more, then everyone would be a disciple. But there are some things that I think that hold us back. And so, what are what are what are some other like? Okay, so I I I, I want to do that. What, what 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 do I need around me? Or what changes do I need to make? What are some practical things in order to... I, I, I want to start doing these basic things more and better, but I'm stuck.
1: Yeah, and I think this is the place that that, that other person really does is such a huge help. You know, I, uh, I've taken this inventory of my life. Um, I mean, I really would like to study the Bible more and understand it more. Um, you know, having eyes that are looking for and that you're praying and asking God to reveal that person who could help you understand it better, who right. could give you the tools to be able to study it better. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen, I've experienced in my own life and in the lives of others, that that prayer is one that, that God tends to answer. Mm. Hey God, I really want to grow in my understanding of how to study your word. Would you bring somebody into my life that that could help me? That's good. You know?
0: And I think the accountability piece in that too, Of just, I, I remember this in, in college. Again, this was after I started that in that in Bible study with that guy. One of the things that he assigned us was that he gave us this little sheet with 30, 30 verses on it. And it was called the taste and see experiment, which is, I don't know that I would ever, <laughs> I don't know that I would ever give someone that to someone and call it the taste and see experiment. It comes from a Bible verse, of course, where I think it's in Psalms, taste and see that the Lord is good. And so it was an invitation to devotionally read Bible over 30 days and just see what what God would do. And one of the guys in the Bible study, he and I decided, hey, we both had the same class period off that we were just going to meet at my room at this time every day and do this assignment together. And so two relatively inexperienced 18, 19 year old kids sitting there with a the Bible, reading these verses, talking about it, writing stuff down and praying. It was one of the most transformative months of my life. Mm. And it wasn't because there was anybody in that room who knew what they were talking about. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because there was a whole lot of spiritual maturity and depth. It was just two idiots pursuing God together. And God did a huge work and built a friendship in that month that has lasted a lifetime. And put me, I I would, I would say it was probably one of the most significant things that ever happened in my life that kind of got me off the bad path I was on into the path that I'm, the path that I was, I was, I was definitely, I was heading down to the path that I'm on now. Mm -hmm. So just having somebody, having just somebody with the same heart as you, same desires as you is a, is a huge thing.
1: Yeah. And I love what you just said about the the heart, because what made that study different than maybe others that you were a part of before that? I know um, the times that I've been in places like that with others, it, it is that there is a, a unified passion and desire to really get, get our hearts and minds around this and to love Jesus, you know? I mean, what he does with that, the way that that our God responds to a heart like that, <laughs> you know, his mm-hmm. presence, his power, um, his transformational working, man, it um, it has a lot to do with that. Um, to be a disciple is, I mean, it's not just I'm going to go do, We talked about that last time, but not where well, I'm not just going to go do this thing. Right. Oh, I got to go to Bible study today. Oh, let's, let's talk about this because we got to talk about it. But it's, man, what, you know, what could we find here? What gold are we going to mine out of this? This verse,
0: you know, so again, if we think about what we've talked about before, the order of the way that this goes, that God transforms us with the gospel. And then he does this the spirit comes and does this work inside of us. And then we have the motivation to do what it is that God's called us to do. I think if we if we're struggling with a motivation problem, and I think that that's a that's a spiritual function more than a than a task function. Like I'm struggling with motivation. We'll just keep doing it anyway. I'm not saying you should stop doing good things because you don't want to. The flip side of it is, if you've got a motivation problem, there's there's a there's a there's a connection that's off. There's a relational connector that's off. We're not allowing God's voice to be present. I mean, I would just, I think I would encourage people to just talk to God about it. (laughs) Right. Like just just invite God into what it is that you're struggling with, because there is a significant portion of this that God said He would do. Right. Like one of my if one of my goals in discipleship is to be a less angry person. That is primarily a work of the spirit. And so I, I, I need to invite him in. And even as I'm saying that, I'm like, bro, that is a lot of, that is a lot of spiritual words that you kind of threw there. I don't even know sure I know what that means. We'll get two people together and ask each other what you think that means. Like, I think, and I, I really do think we have, we have missed out on how important growing with people is. Mm. I think we've just become an incredibly individualistic group. But I, th- I think, I think people younger than us understand this better Community, than we do. But, yeah. Just mm. the need that if I'm going to do this, we're going to have to do it together.
1: Yeah. You know, I was also thinking the, uh, again, <laughs> when we talk about discipleship, we're talking about actual practice, not just the, the knowledge side of it. Mm. And to me, that seems like the huge shift that happened uh, for me from knowing more and more and more about Jesus and knowing more and more about these things. Um, to actually asking the question, okay, what does it, what does it look like to do these things? Mm. You know, that new thing that I learned, how does that translate into life actually into life? And I just think the bulk of our church meetings don't, Right. I mean, they're, they're, they're growing our understanding, but, um, very rarely is it, is it moved over into application and, um, and that's where discipleship happens.
0: I also feel like the, the times that I've, I've done the best, in my, in my growth, I've had goals like i've like I've set specific goals of things that I want to do i want to read the Bible in this period of time I want to pray this much i want i mean i'm I want to learn this I want to read so many books i want i mean like like to have some purpose and intentionality i think helps helps me having having a having a having a buddy and having goals i think are really helpful to me and again I'm just gonna get a little commercially maybe but i I really believe in church. I really believe in sitting in it with a group of, you know, a few dozen, a few hundred people and and worship music is being played and, and we are pouring out our heart and reminding each other of how great God is. And you walk in there and someday you're the one that's reminding your neighbor and someone's your neighbor reminding you, you're there because you, I don't know why I'm there. But then yeah, I'm sitting here in the presence of a few hundred people reminding me through song and through powerful music of the goodness and greatness of God of just feeding off of somebody else's spiritual energy that day and then hearing from God's word and just being motivated and so i think there's probably two groups of people out there there's probably people that are just that the extent of their discipleship is that one hour and there are people out there that have lost lost their vision for how powerful that hour can be But I think if we are connecting with each other, we're we're connecting at a large group level, corporately coming together. And then we've also got a small group of people around us, like, you know, like again, like like most churches have a small group, community group, Sunday school, something like that. I've got a small group of people that I am. We are collectively deciding we're doing this together. And then I've maybe got one or two really special intentional relationships where this person is really helping me or we are really helping each other. I'm really helping him. Like I've got these intentional one-on-one relationships. And then with no other people, just me and God, I'm pursuing a relationship with him. I think that is probably one of the best, most practical pieces of advice I think I've ever gotten is really thinking about a pursuit of God and all the pluses and all the pluses that come from each one of those. And you put all four of those together. I'm in. I'm personally pursuing God. I've got some one or two people that I'm really close with. I'm studying and learning and growing with a group. And then I am corporately worshiping and learning. I think all of those pieces together. I think way. I think too many people are trying to do one or two of those things in isolation. You put all of those things together. I think we would all be very pleasantly surprised by the how how much our life has been transformed in three months, six months, three years. <laughs> 30 years, 30 Mm -hmm. years. Any last words?
1: No, no. I just really like that. I think, I think the large group, depending on personality type and makeup, you know, extrovert, introvert, like there's people who, you know, being there on Sunday morning's easy and talking with a bunch of people and being around a bunch of people's easy. Getting alone with Jesus is hard and others that it's the other way around, but whatever your, your makeup, it just seems like you're right. All four of those. They just play these different roles and and pressing us towards deeper walk with Jesus.
0: And I'll add a bit a bit of controversy to the end here, and I say probably whichever one of those you like the least is probably the most important one for, for you. you. Yeah, and it's 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 when when we are stretching ourselves beyond our our comfort level, I think God shows up in pretty cool ways there. Really well, man, thanks again. Man, this has been a this has been a great series, and so glad that you were a part of this and just kind of dropping your wisdom on on discipleship and just being honest about your past and kind of things you've struggled with and given us some great tips, man, I really appreciate it. And um, thanks to everybody else for, for joining us. And again, we would love to see you at The Grove Church, either online at thegrovechurch.org or on a Sunday morning um, in person, or you can catch our stream. We would love to connect with you. Thanks again for being with us.